It's October 20th, 2018, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams you will lose your heartaches whatever you wish for you keep have faith in your dreams and someday your rainbow will come shining Podopolis, and this is our 17th recording, and we're super excited because, well, it's going to be a little late because this is the beginning of November, end of October, and can I just say, yay, October's over! <laughs> Not a huge fan of horror movies, <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> I was like, I love October. I like cute oh, Halloween, but scary Halloween. Yeah. But there's nothing on television for like 30 days except for on Freeform. <laughs> Everything else is horrifying. Only share some Hocus Pocus. Yeah, we watched a lot of Hocus Pocus this last month. But Yeah, it was our 25th anniversary. It was. That is so impressive. And what I thought was funny is it actually came, it was a summer movie when they released it, Hmm. which is so bizarre to me why they would do that. But, eh, you know. It was a good thing we got caught up on that special. Yeah, we watched the specials. Did you see the special, Ryan? I did not. Okay. Oh, it was, yeah, it was irritating. Okay, before we get into that, let me introduce everything. Um, Cousin Ryan, how you doing? (laughs) I'm doing, I'm fine. I'm Cousin Ryan. (laughs) Things are going well here. And Fiona, you want to say hi? Uh, I hate chocolate. I hate (laughs) chocolate. Have you had too much chocolate lately? No, that was just my announcement for I don't want to end up missing a birthday party special. Oh yeah, Mickey Mouse's birthday uh, party special is playing tonight on so ABC. So I'm like, to be oh, all, that's right. Be all yeah. in in the mud or be saying chocolate. Oh jeez. Yeah, so um, that's pretty exciting. A little early, but I'm sure they wanted to hit the weekend. I'm guessing that's Although why. I am sometimes kind of kind of glad that October is over because some of it got a bit wonky a bit which part got wonky no trick-or-treating oh Um, yeah we had a horrible thunderstorm right before trick-or-treating started here in san antonio and it cleared up and we had some kids but most of the kids we got were in junior high and high school and we didn't have a trick-or-treat booth oh we didn't do a trunk this year at trunk or treat yeah we kind of had a very calm trick-or-treat this year or or halloween this year Mm. But, yeah, it wasn't so bad. But you looked amazing. Yeah. Fiona was an amazing Alice. She, like, knocked it out of the park. Oh, I bet. I would mm-hmm. need to see photos. Mm-hmm. She has to do that one again. Absolutely. Is it too close to Alice, or could you do, like, a Disney bound with it? It is Alice. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we couldn't go into the parks like that because no, it was it no. was definitely Alice Alice. <laughs> okay, gotcha. You could go to like Tokyo Disneyland, but not yes. to the U.S. parks. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> like just just yeah. figure out what you saw on the 
a four, 40 pounds of trouble movie. Oh, she. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we watched the 40 pounds of trouble with Tony Curtis and um, Jacqueline Bissett. Even though it's a. Suzanne. Oh, Suzanne oh. Bissett. Sorry. Even though it's like a. Yeah. Suzanne Plachette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it is a universal film. Yeah, yeah. So, um, had you heard of this movie? No, not until you told me about it. Oh, my! I can tell you why you haven't heard about it. But <laughs> it was a fluff, total fluff, fluff movie. And the only redeeming factor of this movie had to be the amazing um, views of Disneyland from 1962. It was it was great. The old uh, Skyway round buckets were in it. The the one car Matterhorn um, ride system was going. Um, the the walk around characters like the Mad Hatter and the Three Little Pigs are like the huge heads. Oh yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. So is, remember, yeah. It is priceless. So is, so is Where they make like a normal sized person look like a toddler. Yes. Uh, yes. So is Mickey and Minnie oddly. Yeah, Mickey and Minnie too. It, they're like rubberized. So one of the Three Little Pigs is like um, press their face is kind of like going in and out. <laughs> Oh, really? I ain't marrying that hog. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That it was good. awesome. Oh, yeah, it was great. And it was really funny because they had this whole, like, mix-up fantasy land thing going on. So you're on the toad ride, and then you're on the Snow White ride, but it, it just would clip back and forth as if it was the same ride you were on. Awesome. Do they have is the pirate ship in it? Yes. You know, they, the Chicken of the Sea pirate ship? They eat there. <laughs> Yo! Okay, I'm gonna have to see the film then, just to see the Chicken of the Sea pirate ship. Do they show Skull Rock when Skull Rock was still there? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, and even better. Worth, worth. uh, Even if it's a bad plot, where the scenes. Well, let's turn the volume off. Just fast forward it to Disneyland. Like it just doesn't feel like Disneyland is Disneyland on there. No, this is you know something Fiona's never seen because some of this was around when we were young. You know, a lot of asphalt. You know, there's well, people don't realize how much asphalt there was at Disneyland back besides, then. Besides, I've seen a few old photos. Uh huh. Yeah, but it really gave you the feeling, and they took you on um, the Storybook Land Canal ride. Awesome. I just with the announcer like showing you all the buildings, so you can kind of see. How some of them have moved. Some are in the same place. Um, everything that was in there is still there, I believe. But yeah, because you did Pinocchio's Village and um, they Mr. did Cinderella. They did Mr. Toad. He's still there. What else did they do? Alice. Alice. She's Snow still White. there. Did they do Snow White? I don't think so. No, we, and they announced that. They didn't do that one. But they are the older buildings because they were replaced later. Okay. Wow. That would pretty, be fun. I've got to sure. check that movie out just to see the photo or the the, the video of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure Old Meal was involved. Who? Oh, Old Meal was involved. Oh, the Old Mill? Yeah. Yeah. That's not there anymore, right? Frozen replaced it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, the Old Mill. Yeah. Right. That, and that was an important film. Mm-hmm. Do you know why that one's important? Fiona, do you know why? Mm. I was just figuring just to show how how weird it 
it, it feels like to be at Disneyland back then. Or oh no, um, the old mill, uh, the no. actual oh. animated film. Uh, why why is the actual animated film important? Do you know why? It was the first to use a special technique. Oh, I'm trying to give her hints with my hands. <laughs> what strings? The different the layers camera they use. Lay, uh, layers, yeah. Yep, the layers, the multiplane camera. It was the very first film with the multiplane camera. Oh. Do you remember seeing that in the Walt Disney Museum? The multiplane sure. camera? Yes. The, uh, the Walt Disney Family Museum. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It yeah. took up every floor of that building. Oh, it did. It's, it's quite <laughs> large. Well, that sounds like an interesting film to watch to go see all the classic Disneyland stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's great because it's frozen in time. I mean, the story is so... Oh, like I don't know who developed this story, but there is there the story actually could have been much more well developed than it was, and it just completely you know fell flat because you don't feel anything for any of the characters. I mean, there's a little bit of humor in it, but you know, just watch it for the Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that just feels it for it. Yeah, well, you can really see how Mr. Toad ride was updated in the '80s and the Snow White ride. Like they are so much better now. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, they're not the originals, and mm-hmm. neither none of them are. Peter Pan isn't. Alice mm-hmm. isn't. None of none of those are. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they've all been updated. Uh, yeah, the de- th- hopefully they continue to update those too. Yeah, yeah, they definitely you can definitely see the depth that they put into them, the thoughts, the lighting, everything is. It was really upgraded in the '80s, and you know. They're in the 2000s, too, with Peter Pan. They didn't show the Alice ride, but um, you could definitely see it in the Snow White and the Toad ride. I don't, they, they went on Peter Pan. They showed the entrance to Peter Pan, and you could definitely see how it's changed. Definitely. Much more impressive now. <laughs> I think we, I've realized we have been blabbering around. Oh, are we blabbering? <laughs> yeah, we are. We're off topic. Uh, we tend to do that. <laughs> it's all good. All good. Plus, I mean, you know, people are walking out there and they haven't seen 40 pounds of trouble with Tony mm-hmm. Curtis. So, I mean. <laughs> well, you know, and you've got to, for those people that don't live close to a park, it's a good way mm-hmm. to stay connected to them and see what it lo- used to look like. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's funny because I think that looking at the 62, there there wasn't a lot of changes from 62 into the 70s um, visually, the design of the park. Because a lot of that, yeah. Even same. really into the '80s, um, mm-hmm. it wasn't until they redid Fantasyland in the early '80s that there was some major change in that park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember? Because remember Tomorrowland. All growing up, um, we would make fun of it as 1960s futuristic land when we were oh. in the '80s. Oh yeah, and it was white, just white. Yeah, yeah. Woo! say the same as it was <laughs> in the early '60s into the '80s. Yep, yeah. until they until they put those um the Mickey and the space astronaut costume. Oh and, yeah. You know, the ne- neon. And neon. <laughs> yeah, and neon. Yeah. When they added that, that was awesome. You go, Mickey. All right. Are we ready to start talking about our, our question for the evening? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Fiona, you want to introduce it? Okay. Okay. This actually relates to to what we're about to talk about. At first, I was thinking about if you could put a, a ride in the in the 
and their Disney park, but it turns out we're gonna focus on one one park because my mom is thinking it doesn't get that much love, and it is Epcot. Yeah. So later tonight we're gonna be talking about uh, Fiona and and my uh, experience with the youth education series at Disneyland. And one of the first things we did is the girls had to sit down and figure out a ride that a new ride they would incorporate into the parks. And so just to get us rolling, we start we start with that. And I was talking with Fiona about. It, I think let's just do Epcot because yeah, she was saying how it doesn't get it's going to get love, but it didn't for a long time. Okay, Fiona, who's starting? I'll start. Okay, Fiona's starting. This I got to hear. She's been working on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's very challenging without paper. Oh, I have paper. You need paper? Well, <laughs> you know, no. I've just realized that there's that there's mainly one one film that I mainly care about that hasn't gone that much. Not a whole lot of it's in the parks? Mm -mm. Okay, what do you like? Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, yeah. You're a big Wreck-It Ralph fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And what's coming up soon? <laughs> yeah. And this may... This, I was thinking about doing a little debug for the for the new um, um, Break the Internet break the internet movie and I and I have been realizing like like my dad is just all like come on this 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 film it feels like they need to do so much for it mm -hmm. so what am I thinking I'm not totally sure if this will happen have happen for a deep but I was thinking about doing like like maybe like um I'm not totally sure for like, for like a, for like a plan one or plan two, but like a a ride where where it, it feels like you're you're going inside like like the central station. Okay. And maybe like the vehicles can be like maybe something similar to during imagination vehicles. How it will start, start is like, when maybe you can first see like, I'm not totally sure what start the center or in a in a game, in a game you can see like like Ralph and Vanellope as your two your two hosts, and eh, and the and Vanellope was was all curious about like the can be like. Curious about, I don't know, like the other war, where where all the, the videos, they decided like, and and after they, they went somewhere, after, yeah, uh, after that scene, you end up do, you end up gaining the station, and you went to to like the tunnel where and it puts you like in. The internet world. I'm not totally sure why. Why are they? They would think about going there because you probably need to see the movie first. Okay, so yeah. you need to see the movie to kind of understand where this ride's going. Yeah. Okay. And there, there could be like some section sections. Maybe part of it can be like 
can be like imagination where te teach you some sections but some things ended up being go going wrong and like maybe maybe you go like maybe the twitter area or like the computer games air area and some char characters may pop out or so you're thinking of a dark ride for this or mm. kind of a uh maybe like toy story mania a bit oh okay a bunch of screens showing you okay and maybe maybe you can shoot some stuff oh all right is there a problem you need to solve uh Maybe maybe the problem would be like maybe there could be a part where where they end up going to the Wi-Fi system okay. and and maybe vanilla P for being on the mischief side for being on the curious side it can end up breaking it because I sometimes hate Wi-Fi issues. <laughs> <laughs> we all hate Wi-Fi issues. Maybe the Wi-Fi can be like a little little spark and you're mm -hmm. getting through different different sections okay. to, to get it maybe you could probably maybe they could probably teleport to the oh my disney place okay so it, we're kind of getting in trouble because of penelope right yeah yeah and so we're going everywhere all these different places okay yeah yeah i i know I, i'm i'm have i'm not too plan out for it yet that's okay that's a good idea yeah. with Vanellope getting in trouble and all the trying to solve the problems and well, racing well, around. Well, it just thinks it as Mickey and the Magical Map. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a little bit of Toy Story Mania, a little bit of Mickey and the Magical Map. And Figment. And Figment, yeah. So you have a whole... Yeah. I gotcha. Maybe why the, the Wi-Fi is going bonkers, the characters can just go wherever they... Whatever. Wherever they... Why it may get stuck on some disturbing editing images. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Is this possible? Or uh, I... Sure. Okay. And and maybe after after all after all that after they fix the Y the Y Fi he the the Y Fi kinda wasn't fully prepared and they accidentally get electrocuted at out of the video world. Okay. And maybe they could end up being teleported to Disney World. Oh. Yeah. All right. With a bunch of other Disney characters around around them, like the princesses, and maybe they gonna like they gonna end up being shooted to a on top of the castle, <laughs> like something like Stitch's Great Adventure. Oh. Stitch's okay. Great Escape. So you've combined like four things into one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's how you could probably meet them, <laughs> because every, because everyone's been teleported into the everyone's been teleported out out of the screen. Yes, you get it now. What does the ride vehicle look like? Um, maybe, maybe like oh, like a little. She's making a square with her hands. Something that so, something that slide slides a, a, a door that slide slides or or maybe it could be like 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 
a row of seats on the other side and a row of seats on the other side. Like, this narrow. Okay. You know what I mean. Well, you, before you're talking about, like, the, the Journey into Imagination ride, is that what you're thinking now or something bigger than that? It's something similar Okay, similar. <laughs> All right. So kind of like an Omniverse sort of system, but, like, maybe the, another version of it. A more techie version of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we should use a realist system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe for the ending. Maybe it would be funny if they ended up being in the nineties because that's when that's when the castle was like birthday birthday cake defied. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like something's gone horribly wrong. Like 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 and all people would go crazy about that. This is true. It would fit very nicely into her world. Definitely. Maybe afterwards they could end up being on Autopia. Oh, funny. When I, you know, when I said that's how you can probably end up meeting them, I could put a meet and greet booth by them. Oh, because you went in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. You'd have to have a meet and greet. Oh, I expect there to be a meet and greet real soon. Yeah. yeah. So, so guys, take it away. Take it away. <laughs> All right, Ryan, you're next. <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> there's actually I've I've always wanted since since they first opened that park and and um, it's a it's, it's a ride that was planned for it. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of rides, um, and I don't care which one it is, but I want a mountain with a roller coaster in it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it would either be the Mount Fuji one, okay. and they put it in Japan. Absolutely. Or they they originally were wanting to do um, a Switzerland pavilion. Ah. Um, yeah, and then they could put in the actual Matterhorn uh, there at uh, Epcot. So I think that would be cool. And it would give a nice backdrop to uh, some of those pavilions, too. So oh, yeah. I think it would be cool to have either Mount Fuji or to have – the Matterhorn, either way. I vote for Mount Fuji. Yeah. I think that I think that'd be a little bit more cool. Oh man, that would make the background of of uh Japan look gorgeous. Yes, yes. It would kind of be like the crowning top to that to that uh pavilion, definitely. So what do you mean like similar to the skyline or like Mount Everest? Mm, oh yeah, similar to like I, would pro- I think I would go eat more Mount Everest mm-hmm. for, yeah, even more than the bobsleds, uh, something more Mount Everest, like a big thrill attraction. Because there's, there's not, the I guess Test Track is kind of a thrill a little bit, but there's no, like, big thrill attraction mm-hmm. to me and, like, roller coaster kind of thing there. So I think that would be amazing they're putting in the tron one over at the magic kingdom they've already got mount everest over uh, animal kingdom they've got um rock and roller coaster at hollywood studios so they've got big roller coaster at all of them except epcot yeah well they are other guardians is coming yeah. guardians is coming, about to say so. guardians is coming and i'm super excited yeah. about that sorry ellen <laughs> yeah oh me too <laughs> sorry ellen <laughs> Bye. Oh no, her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I know. I've had many dinosaurs moments. I'll always cherish those dinosaur moments, but I'm ready for a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm so good with that. Dory ends. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she still has the Dory gig going over on the the seas uh, the seas pavilion, so she's okay. So is it my turn now? Yep, for the okay. master. All right. Well, okay. So I'm just gonna go for we're gonna go to Germany. Okay. And we're going to put a tangled right in. Oh. And it's going to be all about the hair. <laughs> I definitely have that, have that pictured a, a little bit. And I mean, I know like we already have the water ride with um, Norway, but I think when if you're talking about hair and all the stuff that she goes through, it would just be amazing to be in this flume of hair and water. <laughs> <laughs> and do the tower Although the tower I, involved and go I, wild i do sometimes like the feel of wet hair i feels on my skin <laughs> okay well we'll make sure you get wet that so you can feel the wet hair on your skin mm-hmm. <laughs> which is funny because you have an aversion to hair yeah. All right. Yeah. If you ever, if anybody has an issue with like having hair on their back while wearing a black shirt, Fiona will take care of it for you. <laughs> she hates seeing hair on black shirts or anything. So how how would it go like? Well, the it would have to be like very flumy and um, roller coastery. Maybe roller, half roller coaster, half water flume. Oh yeah. So half of it through like a roller coaster through the German countryside could be like a big thunder type thing. And then a flume at the end with the hair. Because you go up to the tower. Oh, this is just wackadoodle. I know. Just beer of griffians and fugs. Oh, yeah. You can go the the duckling. What is that? Snuggly duckling. The snuggly duckling. Everybody wants Mm -hmm. to go there. Hang out with those guys for a while. Oh yeah, they could be do a big, huge show scene, singing mm-hmm. the song. That would be, be amazing. Fun. Absolutely. That space behind it, because they were originally going to put in a Rhine River cruise that never got built. So I'm, I've just upped the ante on the Rhine River cruise. Yeah, much better than a Rhine River cruise. Absolutely, you just tangled the. And it fits in with uh, Bob Chapek's idea of putting it. Uh, their current IPs into the park. There you go. I know. He, he and I are just seeing eye to eye on everything. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, it's like you already know the reason why I choose, why I choose Ralph. Because you love Ralph? Well, well, no. I'm just, all like, it feels like Tingle has already got, got some stuff. And not much for Ralph. Oh well, Tango doesn't have a whole lot. Oh, they got a they got a bathroom. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go bathroom. And you can sit and charge your phone. It's a bathroom and sitting area that, park. That is great. That's wonderful. It actually, <laughs> I actually have utilized that space. It's a beautiful uh, surrounding area. The bathroom and the yeah you know, the tower on the hill. It's actually it's really beautiful. But you know. I want a water flume roller coaster ride. Oh, I agree. It's the it's the most beautiful bathrooms in Walt Disney World, I think. Oh, it is. Highly, highly themed. Mm-hmm. Let's just think of, like, let's just bring out what what the cast members will just think about that. What the? How 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 they they would plan that? A ride or the bathroom situation? Our ideas. Oh, your ideas. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> you mean the uh, Walt Disney Imagineers? 
yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's just see what they think about it. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> All right, are we good with our ideas? Sure. Shall we move on? All right. Now we're headed over to Area 71. Before we start talking about our main subject of the youth education series, I wanted Fiona to talk really quickly about what I thought was a really cool um, meet and greet she did with Tinkerbell and how she resolved some of her issues <laughs> that she was having with Tinkerbell. Because since I sometimes get no interest in her. Yeah, she's not really, she's not a princess girl. She's not a Tinkerbell girl. I like Tinkerbell, Sometimes. but I like the old Tinkerbell. <laughs> I like the sassy <laughs> Tinkerbell <laughs> that is got all uh, has Tinkerbell in mind of Tinkerbell winning everything. <laughs> well, yeah, I do. I do. I do some nice like women who who are who are a bit who are a bit tomboyish too. Like Penelope, like we talked about earlier. And sometimes Tim Burton, Alice. Oh, Tim Burton's Alice. Yeah, she's she's a great uh, character. I know some of the people like those movies, don't like those movies, but she's really uh, challenging the beliefs of the Victorian era by going out and um, captaining one of these ships and going out and, and seeing the world for herself, which I don't think any women did back then. <laughs> Maybe a few, but not a whole lot. So, but yeah, definitely uh, appreciated Alice as a character in Tim Burton's movies. So, um, the new Tinkerbell, you know, is the kinder, gentler Tinkerbell. But also, oh. Fiona, I'm just going to lay a little bit of groundwork. Fiona had, uh, she was upset, I think we've talked about it a little bit, how in the new fireworks show, Happily Ever After, uh, Jimmy Crockett isn't present in the new fireworks show. Now, they do have Pinocchio at the end. So you got a yeah. little mention, but well, not Pinocchio, not Jiminy Cricket, right? Which I like better. You like Pinocchio better? No. Or? Oh no, Jiminy. No. You like Jim? Yes, Jiminy better. So yeah. um, we, she wanted to do the meet and greet with Tinkerbell, and it was yeah. uh, about what a fifteen minute wait. Wasn't bad at all. Yeah. So this, so the person that told told me all of that is uh, it's is an Instagrammer accounter named this Disney girl Nay. 1940, which I think she has a different name right now, and and she's off account. Okay. Yeah. Now, what did she tell you? Uh, okay. So, her she is one of the she is one of the Jimmy Jimmy girls out there, and okay. she also likes films like Pete's Dragon. Okay. And, Sounds like my type of gal. Yeah. Uh. Well. Most of her account is appropriate because some of it's kind of foul looking. Oh, sometimes she doesn't use prop appropriate language. Mm -mm. Okay, yeah. and that's what I appreciate about Fiona. She, you know, she always keeps it clean. Well, it sometimes feels wrong to curse in front of what you like. Well, yeah, it, you don't need to. It's it's just dizzy. You don't need to use that kind of language. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So so what. So what she bringed out is was 
the picture of it with like a little men- mention about the end of the fireworks, the end of the show. So and she's just, oh like, I can't believe what they what they heard about from from then. His meet and greets have been taken out at, at Animal Kingdom and blah blah blah. Oh, was she the one that upset you because she was talking about how Jiminy wasn't going to be in the parks anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. But we've talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you were kind of upset and you kind of developed this rivalry in your mind between mm-hmm. who? Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, yes. Yeah. So you like, even drew some pictures where your sister was Tinkerbell and you were you were um, yeah. Jiminy Cricket, but the girl version. Yeah. 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 It, it's kind of some hatred right there. Maybe I shouldn't. I, good thing I didn't post all that on YouTube. Well, that's okay. You, well, that's why some people write to get it out of them. You draw to kind of express your feelings and to cut it out to feel better. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm just all, all like, why are some people not treating him like, like he's popular or, mm-hmm. or, if, Feels like some cool kids out there are are most like like into the princesses. So let's bring out some more girls. Yeah, well, the younger girls are very into the princesses. Yeah, you were at one time. <laughs> I have pictures yeah. to prove it. Yeah, I do sometimes like to be nice to them, just not too hardcore. Right. So, um, it was your decision to do the meet and greet with Tinkerbell, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, what was the question you asked her? Um, you kind of made me mad. Be, She's talking to be, Tinkerbell now. Because it feels like people have said, you you wrecked the host of the fireworks show. Yeah, so she said this to the, at the Tinkerbell meet and greet. And what did, what did Tinkerbell say? Well, I never do something like that. I'm always nice to my friends or something. Mm-hmm. Well, she explained to you how Tinkerbell doesn't make those decisions, right? It's cast members. Right. It's the people who, well, she's even um, staying in character and telling you it was, clean, it was Queen, what was her name? Qu- queen Crystal. Uh, no. Yeah, the ruler of Pixie Hollow, Queen Crystal, the chick on the innocent pi- oh, people. Queen Clarion. 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 Queen Qu- I can't say that. <laughs> queen Clarion, yeah, would make those types of decisions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Queen Quirrell would never t- make those type decisions for innocent people. Yeah. So it was nice because Fiona got it. She just blurted out how she felt. And or it felt like I've been making some jokes. Yeah. And Tinkerbell just kind of took it in and, and was like, you know, um, taken aback, I'm sure. <laughs> she doesn't get this question every day. And was really sweet about it and, you know, told Fiona, oh, you know, oh, I'm really sorry. You know, I didn't make those decisions. Um, I liked, I liked the wishes fireworks and I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't expect to go away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you, you went out of that situation where I I think you like Tinkerbell now. Well, a little bit. Well, yeah, more than you. You're not, you got the feelings out. And are, are you upset with Tinkerbell anymore? No. No? But I can sometimes have it on the inside. Yeah. I would say, but it really helped you. Uh, being able to just share that really helped you um, kind of defuse a lot of those feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And she likes bug bug friends. Yes, she likes bugs. So I you know, I just thought it was really great how um the girl uh that was Tinkerbell, how she handled Fiona's situation and diffused the situation very easily and uh was very friendly, very kind to Fiona and you took lots of pictures, huh? Yeah. And you can see her the the girl playing Tinkerbell, like her eyes just go, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> it's very classical Disney. Yeah. But what was really also really neat about this tinker, we'd never done um, any of the meet and greets in the front of the park. You know, when you come into the, it's to the meet and greet for Tinkerbell and Mickey Mouse is at the entrance uh, of the Magic Kingdom to the right in the big uh, building there to the right where you would see uh, great moments with Abraham Lincoln at Disneyland. The Main and, Street Opera House, is that Yes. It? The main, okay. Yeah, the Main Street Opera House. And so you go in and uh, you're waiting in line. It, we only waited about 20 minutes, which is j- just great, fine. And they actually have a, a first room that you go into because you need to be shrunk down, right? Ah, gotcha, yeah. <laughs> so we went into this room and one of the cast members brings you in and says, oh, you know, we're going we're gonna to be going in you know, to meet Tinkerbell, but first we need to um, have some pixie magic and to enter Pixie Hollow. So they have like all these really cool LED lights that go on and light up. And it was really cool how they did that for the kids before you go in to meet Tinkerbell. And so then you go in to meet Tinkerbell, you know, they have all the three-dimensional props there. Uh, simulating how you've shrunk and uh, you kind of wait there to meet her in kind of her little alcove there. Like, I know I was going to say something else to her, but, uh, but my parents say you may weird out some people. <laughs> okay. I don't think I used the term weird out. What were you going to ask her? Who are you? How dare you? Oh yeah. So we talked, yeah. <laughs> we asked her to not be so accusational. <laughs> The treating the sassy. Yeah, because she's not the sassy Tinkerbell. But I know there were some moments where I'm trying to not not share out my my information because it feels like some ones of mine don't really mention it a lot. Okay. Like, you don't want to share because other people aren't talking about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just so I just sometimes think they they won't care about it. Oh, okay. Sometimes try to be with with my Instagrammers in an old world, but like uh, sometimes pretend I'm I'm loving the new world. Oh, okay. So you don't want to talk about the old one because you don't want to be like a Debbie da- Debbie Downer. What? <laughs> Do you know what a Debbie Downer is? What? Like everyone's happy with the new situation. You're like, I wish I had the old situation. Kind of like an Eeyore. Well, just just me when I was, when we were, when I was crying about uh, about afraid to look up the old the the old Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. But I just think the now the nowadays is feeling more important. Oh well, no, not necessarily. I think it's it's good to look up the old Mickey Mouse Club. Those are fun. Yeah, and I think a lot of people like the old Mickey Mouse Club. That that's what Grandma and Grandpa grew up on watching the Mickey Mouse Club. 
Well, not so much grandpa. He was kind of old. Now you'll see because they have to they have to do marketing, Fiona. So they're going to market the new like Disney's going to market the newest stuff. They're not going to market like the old nineteen uh, fifties Mickey Mouse Club. So you'll of course see Disney marketing their newest stuff because they want to sell their newest stuff. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But there are people like you and your mom and myself that really do like the old classic <laughs> stuff, too. And we look forward to seeing it. And that's kind of like why we do this podcast is to talk about the old stuff. So it's so it's so it's making me being a little like, Argh. yeah, yeah, you're so stupid. Well, yeah. So none of it's stupid. We all enjoy it, sweetie. Or maybe it's just hard to find nowadays. It is. It's harder to find some other classic stuff. So, because Disney doesn't like, they don't release it and put it out there. So, if you're looking for like some of the old school classic Disney stuff, it, it is hard to find. It is, and I'm really hoping when Disney has their own, um, oh, oh net, well, Netflix or it's not a station. What is that called? Their when own. they start doing their 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 own um, content based yeah. application yeah thank you yeah when they start doing that i'm i'm really hoping that we see some of the older stuff sure i want to see some zoros i yeah. want to see some um silly symphonies i want to see the old mickey mouse club davy crockett oh yeah you betcha yeah get some davy in there <laughs> and the way that the way the disney company operates is they'll they'll release some of that stuff for a short period of time and they put it back into a vault and it's harder to find so the the disney company does that on purpose so that when they release it you'll purchase their their content at that time and then the then that goes back in the vault then like something new will come up so when we were little everything was on vhs coming out and then became out on dvd and then out on blu-ray and they they kind of pull everything back into a vault for a period of time so you can't get it and now it's all digital yeah so so that's why well yeah my students are like that too they they like the newest things yeah 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 (laughs) Mm -hmm. most people are most people want the newest come inside it's fun inside yeah well that's why you have um ryan and me because we appreciate all the old stuff yeah. 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 You know what I want them to put out there? What? That one man's dream show that I was on, I was um, in in the early '80s. You showed me that. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 I'm the girl with the big bow on the back of her head and Marceline. <laughs> That's awesome. I haven't seen that. Oh my gosh! It is. It, there's a really horrible, horrible copy of it on YouTube. Like someone VHS did, and the VHS has been run so many times that it's just you know all blurry, washed out. Yeah, yeah. It's with Michael Landon. Was I think, it, I think it was like tied kind of into their Epcot show. Like, does it does it feel like those old box cartoons we have? The, the old oh the filming. Yeah. yeah, there's some. We have some like really old cartoons that. Jeff picked up like at Walgreens or CVS <laughs> where they had that compilation of like Wood, Woody Woodpeckers. Casper. Like, yeah, Casper. She's watching. Oh, gotcha. All those. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so the Marceline short I was in, they did. Uh, I played one of the little girls of Marceline in the schoolhouse and in the movie theater. And that's when I got to work on the, the Disney um, 
the Golden Oaks Ranch. Ah, gotcha. And that was, oh my gosh, that was like an amazing week. The gold, yeah, Golden Oak Ranch. Yep, that's mm-hmm. a, that would be awesome. Watch out for the rattlesnakes. Mm. <laughs> Why? Well, because they're in the hills. They're in the, they were on the ranch. And the funny thing is they had um, a, a bunch of uh, peacocks running wild all through the land. Be, I guess some studio exec back in the 20s or 30s introduced peacocks to the hills of Los Angeles. Oh, and jeepers. I guess, yes, and they don't really have any predators in Los Angeles except for the rattlesnake. So um, they just run wild all over the place of the hills in Los Angeles. Crazy. That was cool. Because our, our whole goal, yes, that we're filming, but we really don't care because we're kids. So the whole week, our big thing was to get like the perfect peacock feather. That was our goal. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good goal. It is. It is a good goal when you're nine. <laughs> it's an awesome goal. So back to, yes, I want, when they have that um, content app, man, I am excited. I'm super excited because I'm hoping we'll see some old stuff. Maybe that's why I, I keep pretending I don't I don't like my stuff. Oh, sweetie. You don't need to pretend you don't like your stuff. Oh, just say you like it. Yep. You know you know it's okay to like the yeah. things that other Go people be don't you. like. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard being a teenager. Yeah. Especially especially when they don't like if you're into the classic stuff and you know, your friends aren't, it is that is hard. Yes, yes. Most people don't live with uh, Ryan and me, like have the have the us at their disposal to yeah. talk about these things. <laughs> right. Like I introduced Mike to all the classic stuff. Like we we've recently just I had him watch uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues mm-hmm. Under the Sea, and he loves that movie. Loves that movie. <laughs> loves it. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I oh, Lord, it's been years since I've seen that. We need to watch oh, that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That's definitely that's a good one. But you know, if you don't if you don't have somebody who's like a Disney nerd like your mom or I, they're never like nobody's ever gonna go watch that. But it's one of the it's one of the best Disney films that was released in the fifties. Yep. Besides watching besides watching them eat eat almost live sea creatures. Almost live sea creatures. Oh no, mm-hmm. giant squid. Yep. <laughs> well, sea creatures that almost look alive. Yes, yes. The special effects alone, priceless. Oh, yeah. The art direction, everything, mm-hmm. the sets. Harper Goff. You go, Harper Goff. Yeah, he was the production manager on that one. Okay, now you said Harper Goff. Now we have to let the the worms out of the can. And that amazing, I totally, whoop, here we go, 180. The amazing penthouse at the Crown Plaza in downtown Houston that you sent me this week. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> By the same man who did like Astro World and had the yeah, yeah. Um, that that I can't remember his name. Judge something something in Houston, real yeah. famous guy around there. And um, yeah, you sent me um, a link that someone I think it was a Houston Chronicle did an article on the penthouse that he built, kind of, and and he even had a scoreboard put into the uh, penthouse so he could see how the Astros were doing live. Like it was connected to the scoreboard at the, at the Astro stadium, which is amazing mm-hmm. for that time period doing stuff like that. But 
But Elvis Presley called it gaudy. That's all. I think that just sums it up right there. If you've ever been to Graceland and Elvis Presley called this gaudy, I mean. That's <laughs> <laughs> saying said. something. Yeah. It and Harper is. and Harper Goff was the one that designed this uh, mm-hmm. suite. And it was it's the entire top floor of the Crown Plaza. And at one time it was the most expensive suite in the world. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah, I mean, it is something else. Yeah, it was it was a uh, by Judge Roy Hoffheins. Mm-hmm. He was, oh uh, yes, he, yeah, yeah. He's a character. Holy yeah, mackerel! But Harper Goff, man, he got around. Yeah, he did. Very. It's interesting. It's amazing when you can bring um, Disney into Texas. Some of that creative. Uh-huh. Uh huh. For sure. And there really are there are uh, some Disney connections in Texas. Oh, we got we got to do a show on that sometime. Yeah, we should. Yeah. All right, Fiona, you feeling better? Mm-hmm. We had Tinkerbell therapy on top of Tinkerbell therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it went full circle all the it way did. to Harper Goth and to Houston. That's yeah. amazing. Only on only on this show. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're so focused. Yeah, this is like the most ADD. We should retitle ourselves the ADD Disney show. <laughs> Uh, we would like to thank our genetic makeup at this time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're like a train wreck there's also some awkward moments we need to cut oh yeah don't worry about that (laughs) oh i love us so much oh my gosh (laughs) yes we have actual conversations like this as a family 24 7 that's all you just need to know yeah. All right. Are we good? Yeah. Our Tinkerbell therapy. And so now I'm putting this on you, Ryan. They, okay. There will be a YouTube video of our Tinkerbell therapy moment. Okay. <laughs> uh, of this right here that we're doing or of the, of the, um, the, the, the Magic Kingdom? Tinkerbell. The Magic yeah. Kingdom. D- okay. It's <laughs> like, actual- oh, no. I don't know if we want this on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, not our Tinkerbell therapy on top of our Tinkerbell therapy. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> Just yeah, the original Tinkerbell therapy. I do all was. <laughs> all right. All right. We good, Fiona? We're good. Awesome. Now we're headed over to Area 55. Well, tonight on Dispodopolis, we are going to be talking about the Girl Scout Disney Youth Education Series that Fiona and I attended at the Disneyland Resort uh, in Anaheim, California this summer. And this is interesting, and this happened, this is like very fortuitous, because we had actually tried to get our troop to go to Walt Disney World and get a through the Disney Youth Education Series. And when you do it through Walt Disney World, you actually have to have 10 girls. And and since it's Girl Scouts, it has to be 10 Girl Scouts. And we kind of had figured it out, but as the year went by, the school year went by, um, girls started dropping off and we just could not achieve the 10, which is actually a lot of girls, if you think about it. To all agree to go to- Yeah, it's a good group. (laughs) Yeah. 
So um, we had to cancel that. I, we booked it like in Wait, September. Yeah, oh, we had to cancel the one to Florida. News, news flash for Fiona. Like where would we locate at? Like Animal Kingdom? Yeah, we were trying to do one in Animal Kingdom. Oh. I know, bummer. But um, I was just flipping through Facebook one day and I had signed up, I think, uh, with the YES program, the Youth Education Series program through Disney. I clicked on to follow them and up pops this announcement that Girl Scouts is working directly with Disneyland and they're setting uh, quite a few dates on the weekend from April to the end of June um, special dates just for the Girl Scouts to attend, and you didn't have to have 10 uh, people, to, 10 girls to go with you. You could just be uh, one adult and two girls, or one adult and one girl, But and they would kind of make the 10 for you, which is a lot easier <laughs> than me trying to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really great. And I think part of the reasons maybe they did that, Disneyland, is uh, it there are... Well, the population in California is, is large, and there are uh, a lot of locals that would definitely take advantage of this program. So it was obviously worth the gamble for them, and apparently it paid off because they're going to be doing it uh, in 2019 also, which is really exciting. Ugh. But we're probably not going to go to that one. Mm. <laughs> See, Fiona's face already is like, can I go? Can I go? <laughs> But uh, so um, we, Ryan, you and I had already kind of planned when we were going to meet up in California. It just happened that the weekend that we were going to be there, um, this was occurring. So I got really excited and emailed them very quickly to sign up my girls to go. So and we went at the, the last weekend, the June 30th and July 1st, first time because they had it. The end of April, so they had two dates in April, two dates in May, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in June, and then one in July. So, um, oh, I cannot remember. Do you remember when Easter was in last year? I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember when Easter was. I'm wondering if they tried to find a date in April and May that wasn't close. Yeah, well, April. Uh, it might be past Easter at that point. I think, yeah. Though Easter is on your birthday this year, Fiona. Did you know that? Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, every now and then, Fiona has her birthday at Easter. It's pretty funny. Uh, it was Sunday, April 8th. Okay, yes, it was way after. And Earth Passover. Day. And Earth Day, yes. Fiona's right there having on Earth Day and Easter sometimes. So, um, Good job on that. I signed up the girls for the June 30th, uh, event that they were having and what was also really nice is they broke up the girls by um age so they would have an event that was for cadets seniors and ambassadors and that is sixth through twelfth grade and then they'd have an event that was for brownies juniors and cadets which would be um from second grade to eighth grade but they actually weren't putting cadets with brownies and juniors. They would have like a special um, one just for them. So, cause it, that's age appropriate. It's not really age appropriate to have an eighth grader with a second grader. 
Yeah, and I'm sure they'd have to run different activities. Oh, definitely. So the one we did on Saturday, uh, it was in the morning, was called Energy and Waves Physics Lab 201. And it was called Discover Light, Sound, and Magnetism as Forms of Energy and How to Use Them in Practical Application. See firsthand how those elements are a vital part of creating world-class attractions and how Disney uses these physical properties to entertain and amaze guests from all over the world. As they travel through the park, scouts will come to understand some of physics' most noted historical figures. Um, I don't think we covered that. <laughs> Their impact on the field. Just, I'm reading this. I'm like, I think we skipped over that part. <laughs> so no historical figures. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. We did get um, a lot of lessons, light and light, sound and magnetism. So... And uh, so on Saturday, now take in mind, this was the Saturday after the fall, the first, because of the first weekend after the opening of Pixar Pier. So, and they had this event start at 10 o'clock on a Saturday. And when does everybody arrive at Disneyland? 10 o'clock. <laughs> Look at hey. me. Yep. Yeah. So my and first also before. Before, before 10 o'clock even opened. Yeah. So we get there and the lines to get in DCA were like all the way to the middle of the square between the two places. It was pretty funny. And I just look at this line. I'm like, we're going to be here a while. So, so, <laughs> so what did they so do, Fiona? It's, it's a bit about like these boredom days. Board of days. Like slow moments maybe. Yeah. So me so the teacher bought for a fun activity. Maybe we can maybe we can think about putting new rides in these areas. Yeah, so uh, what they did is they um, collected all our uh, tickets that we had to enter the park and they actually let us go through one of the exit um, entrances because the line was just a little bit crazy and they needed to keep on schedule. But there was one tiny, tiny problem when they collected our passports to get in. Nobody had their name on them. Oh. <laughs> and nobody had gone into the parks yet, so none of that information was on any of our passports. Oh, wow. So it got a little bit confusing later on. <laughs> Luckily, it was it was easy for us because uh, we had the, the five-day park hoppers because we were going to be spending a lot of time with you guys later. So ours were the only one that had five-day park hoppers. So we got ours back. But the people who had like the two-day and the three-day and the one-day was a little bit confusing. So when we did that, I, I, I sort of thought it was a good idea. But then I kind of ended up being a bit nervous for somehow. Yes. So... Um, of course, Fiona didn't know what the expectations of this program were going to be, and they unfortunately started out with a question for the girls to sit down and think about. And I only say that unfortunately because Fiona wasn't prepared for the question. Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, I did sort of ask the way my, which is which is something I actually mentioned at the beginning, but I guess I was a. Maybe it was just that I was a bit on, like, the too kid-friendly side. 
mm-hmm. and and th- there was a nice friend who gave me s- some helpful choices, like like me. Well, mainly mainly have having this like in inside out ride ride situation. Mm-hmm. But then. But then she did kept thinking about our films that need some love, like Pocahontas, mm-hmm. like like doing like a little like small world ride. But for some reason, I just keep keep getting shy. Yeah, not, not showing out. Fiona didn't have enough time to flesh out her idea, and uh, she got a little um, upset, and so we had the problems of kind of getting out of that funk and just moving on because she didn't really get to complete her whole thought and didn't get to um, present, really, right? Or maybe it was just like the birthday thing. I'm afraid what little ones would be like. Oh, you didn't want to um, uh, exclude anybody or forget anybody's ideas? Like, I am mainly care about what little ones mainly like. Yeah. Yeah, so she, you know, so no. it, it was kind of a rough start for us on Saturday getting through that. I sometimes hate being in those modes mm-hmm. because they keep distracting me. Yeah, so it was a little bit of a rough start for us, um, but we moved on over to um, Hollywood Studios, not Hollywood Studios. Oh my gosh, the Hollywood Land Park side. Mm-hmm. So over towards. Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Part of animation. Right? Mm-hmm. And she has some neat little um, tricks in her bag there to talk about waves with the girls, you know, because we're talking about sand and light, so those those types of sound and light waves. And uh, then we went inside the Art of Animation building and kind of talked about what we saw. I mean, that uh, it's really amazing when you walk in the Art of Animation and just kind of sit and view what's it's going like on when I was looking at, like the whole like s- sky of pictures thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and my siblings were trying to my siblings were trying to attention me but but I'm still like no toddlers won't care about it and then we actually went to a part of art of animation that we hadn't been to before we haven't <laughs> the sorcerer's <laughs> workshop have you been in there maybe you have uh, Where we walked around and down and into the depths, but it felt, but it felt like we did ran into a bit of, a bit of a, fun time, fun time challenge. Oh, what was that? Um, which character are you, you most like? Oh, in the sorcerer's workshop. Yeah, it was like. You did that later though. We didn't do that on the. Well. Tour. Yeah. Yeah, but my siblings ended up falling in love with it. Mm-hmm. They did. Mm-hmm. I was there. That was back at the <laughs> library, Beast Library. Like, yeah. Do, do you eat eat people for lunch or late <laughs> people? <laughs> yeah, they were they were like so desperate for me to go in there and find out which character I was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. And I was obviously for the calls, Pocahontas. You were Pocahontas. Yeah. That's awesome. But for your tour, you guys didn't go there. You guys stopped at where they have kind of the old school animation things well, in the front. Yeah, we actually went down into the Beast Library too. Oh, okay. Because they wanted to show how light and sound worked in 
this contained room and how they could yeah. bring in night and day and kind of that sort of a thing. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So we were only there gotcha. for a short period of time and then we came gotcha. out. Yeah. So that was because the library because the library transitions. It starts kind of like daylight and transitions to night and it changes. Mm -hmm. Is that the, the lighting effects? That's what you guys were looking at. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And then um, I believe is that when we walked over over to um, where they used to have the you know, the Muppet 3D show. I don't yep. think they have anything there now, really. Oh, man. It feels like they took everything out, just not to scare the little ones too much. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> the permanent theater shows just don't work too well in California just because, you know, once you've seen the film, they have such repeat visitors, they don't go back a lot all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so. well, I would say like the Mad Tea Party may have some scary, scary effects for some people. Oh, oh gotcha. you're talking about that. I think that oh, I know people really like that Mad Tea Party, but when you have kids with um, sensory issues, that's not your favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Imagine it's intense. Oh my gosh, a lot. Yeah. Is it so hard to look at or what? No, for, you just didn't like the sound. It was so loud. You wanted to leave. Like you would be there for a little tiny bit and you'd be okay, but you're like, I'm good. And Elias. dream has come true. Yeah. And Elias, he had a lot of um, sound sensory issues when he was little. And you, we just, we tried to just kind of, you know, cope and, and not make a big deal out of it. But if there was a loud music group going on, he would just like throw his hands over his ears and go, get me out of here. So, we didn't stay around. You did some sound issues with my with my records before. Yeah. So you guys went over to that area from Art of Animation. Yes. And what'd y'all do? So that is when we were talking about how sound travels, whether sound travels better through the air or through a solid. Ah. So that was the the theory and and she was trying to prove that it travels better through a solid but it didn't you know things aren't always perfect <laughs> yeah so you have to be really careful what demonstrations you choose and that kind of thing yeah gotcha so that was fun and then um we kind of took a break and i can't remember because it was a three-hour thing that we're doing and that and so mm -hmm. we took like i don't know like 15 20 minute break which was lovely for us because you know when you're on vacation you don't really have time to like pack snacks and grab beverages in the morning and so i had done neither of those and the girls really hadn't had anything substantial some of them were obsessed with marble oh yeah they had a lot oh and that's where all the marvel was and we had a lot of girls in a group that were a little bit into marvel and I think like Black Panther was walking around, and I can't remember the woman who goes. Do you remember the name of the yeah. woman that goes along with him? Uh, Black Widow. No, is that it? No, the uh, one that's from Africa. The, the bold. Oh, person. I don't remember her name. Yeah, so she was there, and they were like really excited. And oh, I think Thor was walking Loki. around. Oh, Lo Loki, Loki, right? Loki. Yeah, there was Loki. Loki was walking oh, awesome. around, so they got really, really excited. We went and got a pretzel. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this was Doctor Strange. Was Doctor Strange out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they had lots of characters out that morning. 
My goodness, that is a lot of characters. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't even like have thought to look for anybody or think anybody was really <laughs> I roaming around. Have thought to go to them. Um, but we, yeah, we can't. I don't. They were kind of. You know how they walk from place to place at Disneyland, and they don't. Yeah, you know, it's not really like a meet and greet. You just kind of see them and maybe a quick picture and walk off kind of a thing. Yeah, just not that much chatty. Yeah. So, um. After that, we went on... Was it the Monster Inc. ride? Yeah. We went on the Monster Inc. ride. Yeah, which washed, washed those cheers away from me. Yes, yeah, so that really helped Fiona, because this whole time we've been kind of working with our funk, and that, that kind of was a turning point for you, right? Yeah, that was a good turning point. So we did the Monsters Inc. ride, and one of the girls in our group um, doesn't, doesn't like dark rides, or didn't like dark rides. So she, oh. she wouldn't go on the ride at all with us. and her So her and her mom sat out, which I well, thought... Well, it's nice that you have that option. Yeah, yeah. So if you really... And, and this was a, a teenager that um, got high anxiety from going on um, rides like that in a dark, in a dark ride. So uh, she didn't go on it. And I think after that, uh, we kind of, you know, we talked some more. Oh, we talked a lot about magnets after this. Because I don't know a ride at Disneyland that does not revolve around magnets. I thought they said something about one. Oh, well, no, they all do. Wait. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they control going and stopping. And yeah, stuff. oh, you mean the vehicles? Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're talking a lot about magnets, which is cool. I love, I love how such a simple thing like that works so well. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. So, and then um, after our conversation, we got to go on the... What do we go next? <sighs> you can do it. Was it? The Grizzly Wrappers. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Grizzly River Run. It was honestly the only thing I had in mind. Yeah, so that's where we were talking about magnets going on that ride. Gotcha. So um, we went on the Grizzly River Run, and that was a lot of fun. And we got – I didn't think the girl who was went on the dark ride with us was going to get on the Grizzly River Run with us either. Yeah, so she was she was not having a good morning either. <laughs> so – but, yes, we went on that. And what's really funny is, is she was the type of person that just builds up the anxiety. But once we got on the ride and we went down the first run, just she some was over-exhilarated. That, just some so things that, feel, that feels like every time it's going to kill you. Well, it, there is. There can be a lot of anxiety with going on a ride because you don't know. Like, how steep is that? What does it feel like? So you, you didn't have to go on the ride and with us. If you didn't want to go on the ride, you could definitely you know, stay off. And I think... You even had the option, they were saying that they could load that ride on her card for her and she could have come on the ride at a later time. Oh, I gotcha. So she needed to do that, but she decided to go with us. So at the end, they gave us, uh, they loaded up our pass because it was a kind of, it was a three hour uh, event or time slot that we had. And so they loaded, I believe it was the Soren ride for us on our passes so we could go at a later time on Soren. Cause I think what they were thinking, what the theory was is that if you had three hours, you went on three rides. And so since you missed going on a ride during that three hour period, they would load you a fast pass for another ride. Gotcha. 
So I think that was where we were at. But um, so that was our first experience. What did you think about it, Fiona? About the Girl Scout thing? Mm-hmm. Saturday I, morning. I think, I think it felt like it lead to some exciting things. You liked it? Yeah. Yeah. It, I think it was a really, it was a, it was a great way to walk around the park and see something differently for the girls, especially. Because I think up to this point, they've just kind of gone to the park and like ridden the, does, the rides. does feel good for me. It's, it's just I'm focusing on other people and decide to keep it secret. Yeah, we've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was our um, Saturday morning, and um, it went really well. Uh, Adia was with us, and, and she had fun too, but she's 13, and I just don't know you. I, how do you explain 13? You can't explain 13. The, the sassy and bossy. Yeah, it's, it, 13's a hard age. It is. It is. It really, really is. It's Like, like stop watching BB shows. Oh. <laughs> That was fun. Now, what was interesting, and one of the the differences between Saturday and Sundays, I noticed, is, is on Saturday they had um, a book. N- not, or not really a book, but like a sheet of paper that was folded, kind of outlining what we were going to learn and then writing some stuff down. We didn't use that at all on Saturday. We just, you know, kind of, we went through everything, but, you know, she didn't have us write anything down. There, there was, there, we had the group project at the beginning where they had to design the ride, but after that, we did everything together. Like, nobody broke off in groups to talk about stuff, which is fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good if we're just going, and it's, you know, mm-hmm. I'm good if it's packed. I'm good with that. And the girl, both of the girls, on we had girls both Saturday and Sunday, um, both of them, uh, had I believe we had both had graduated from college and this was their job and they were really into the arts like into theater and music background and they actually like this was kind of like side things that they did to fill in the time between when the big bands came in to do shows or the dancers came in to do shows so this this wasn't their primary job this is kind of like their secondary job and um Mm -hmm. They did a really a really great job, I think, in keeping the girls um, interested and really focused on what we were doing. And teenagers as a whole are just really really difficult to get involved in projects. Like no one volunteers; <laughs> they just sit there and stare at each other back and forth. Are you going to do it? I'm not going to do it. Are you going to do it? So it was. I had a great time talking with the mothers that were there of the other girls oh are we at like the disneyland part well i talked with them at dca too yeah it was fun now how about sunday um did you guys study science some more what'd y'all do so on sunday we did something completely different we did music 101 inside the soundtrack of disneyland Uh, now this was for brownies juniors and cadets and this is where they did they broke us so it was Fiona's really in high school, and Cadets is really junior high school, but Adia was going to be going with us, so I just kind of uh, put Fiona in there with us, and it wasn't a problem at all to bring the older girl. 
Uh, it's the, so the outline is scouts interact with an entertainment professional and learn the integral role that music plays at Disneyland Resort, in Disney films, and in the world at large. Scouts will have a hands-on experience of how music can create atmospheric tone, emotion, and even a sense of time and place. So completely different. Um, I mean, you know, there is science in music, absolutely, but this is, so this is completely different. It's more in the arts area and more in step with, I think, the girls' training in college, too, that were doing the courses. Mm-hmm. Now, it was really interesting is the group of girls that we had actually were all going into ninth grade. So it was a very appropriate age group for Fiona to be with because she was going into 10th and they were going into 9th. And they all um, played instruments. So they all had a musical background, the girls in her group. Well, well speaking of Muppets 3D, I did heard that the mother had a, had, a tri- had a child who was not looking at them. <laughs> and her child kept, kept crying. And she was like, what's wrong? Well, I guess you figure it out she was afraid of the Muppets. Oh, well, that can definitely happen. You didn't like puppets when you were little. See? Yep. So this day, Sunday, was at Disneyland. And much better timing. (laughs) It started at 8 o'clock. And you all hit the parks first that day. Mm -hmm. And we joined up later. On both days, we joined up later. Yeah. Yeah, you guys hit the parks. And then, like, I think Mike and I got in. And then everybody else kind of followed. Yeah. I think so. Definitely. Uh, yeah, or we went with Jeff that day, I believe. Did you? Okay. Yeah, and Elias. Jeff and Elias. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so 80, because I didn't have 80 of that day. 80, I must have been with us then. Yeah, because... Jeff, Elias, and uh-huh. 80. We followed you in, not too much after, 839, something like mm. that, a little bit after, y'all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I met up with you guys right after we were done. So, yeah, yeah. so this started much earlier. And it was only two hours, which is really nice when you're meeting up people later because it didn't mm-hmm. really cut into your day. This was our, and that, and this was our super magical day at Disneyland that Sunday where nobody went to Disneyland. Yeah, that was a good day. It was an amazing day. Uh, so we got to, you know, got to the park early. Um, there was nobody there yet. So uh, we walked in Disneyland and, um, Talked about music. Of course, music is incredibly important in a Disney park. Mm-hmm. Completely the atmosphere cre- created by the music there. And we hung out on Main Street and talked about the music, the type of music, why it's chosen, how it's presented. And, and, and as we're walking along, they had us... Um, oh, first, yeah, first we went into, which the place I love, the little theater where they're showing all the old Mickey Mouse cartoons. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. It's fun. The Main Street Theater. Yeah. It's really fun. So the girls went yeah, in there and um, watched some of them. And she was talking to the girls. Now, I was with a couple of their moms, and we kind of you know stood back and let her uh, lead the girls with us not standing over them. And uh, they talked to them, and it was just it's just a fun, fun room to go in and watch the cartoons, and I enjoyed it. It's quiet in there, too. I, all you hear is the music playing, which I really like. So, and after that, we came out, and she had all the girls break up into twos. I think there were, were there six or eight of you? Five, six. I think there were six of them. Yeah, because I did, I did name the team, like, like the the fab 
Sees. Mark someone. Mark out someone. Oh, because we had we had six instead of five. Well, six, f- five characters who had similar letter soundings. Oh, names. yeah, they had a lot of similar names. Yeah. Yeah, in the group. Yeah. So she gave them the project. So we walked up and down Main Street for a couple minutes and had them find all the speakers on Main Street. Oh, gotcha. So, which is great, it, you know, because the kids like all of a sudden they're like. Uh, de- decomposing the the park, like trying to find the speakers. Okay, is that really a window? Is it a speaker? Is that a curtain? Is that a shingle? Is that a you know a sure shutter? So it was fun. It was fun watching the girls kind of dissect things and figure things out on their own. Yeah, I mean, it's like some people would never do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure people walk up and down and have no idea where that music's coming from. It was fun for you guys. Well, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know there would, there, there would be, like, like music boxes playing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a lot of fun for the kids to walk around and see Watching that. Like, like, like Jim and Dale throw, throw on a little, little jill, jill, on the jalopy mini show with some. Which with some like newspaper boys or something. <laughs> Are you talking about the parade? No. Oh was, no. It was some little thing I saw when we first went in. Oh, did you? You saw that? That's cool. So and then um, we talked about that and we headed over to Frontierland, and uh, we're kind of like looking around and um, taking notice of how the music changes in Frontierland, and then talking about some of the instruments that you hear. And she brought out a lot of percussion instruments for the kids to play around with to kind of figure out what sounds they're hearing. Are they hearing this? Are they hearing that? That kind of thing. I think, yeah, I think there were some, like, maybe, like, maybe there was, like, like Davy Crockett playing uh-huh. like, for our song suggestions. I think we tried to do, like, It's a Small World. Mm-hmm. And so, but what was really interesting about this day is Fiona had personally done a complete 180 from Saturday. And on Sunday, we could not get her to not answer a question. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> she was on point. Like, the, she was like, okay, so what about this? And Fiona's like, hand up. <laughs> okay. so. I, like, for my mu- music, I usually like, like to hear some, something different and not played played so much yeah so she was really answering all the questions that were being asked and it was it was interesting because the other five girls were really um a lot more like 13 14 so kind of like socially really aware and afraid to answer questions and didn't Uh didn't know you know oh you know the is this a judgment free zone or not kind of a situation mm-hmm. and Fiona's like yeah. hand up I didn't, we, <laughs> I didn't know we swapped which actually like really I think helped the other girls start to participate quicker into it realizing oh well if she's gonna talk and then okay I'll talk to you kind of a thing so that worked out quite well because you know how much I've because you know how how much I've been liking music. Yes, yeah. Well, it is music, and Fiona really, really does enjoy music, especially well, Disney music. Well, some sometimes calming a bit. Mm-hmm. 
and then up yeah, to good a topic. jumpy area. Mm-hmm. So, and for this one, we got to go to everybody's favorite, the Tiki Room. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So you, were in, so you were in Frontierland and walked over to Adventureland and did the Tiki Room. Yes, yes. We did the okay. Tiki Room, which is fun. And we got yeah. there early enough so we could see all the different gods do their different parts. So I love that part. Now, after the Tiki Room, where'd y'all go? So we went over, did we go over to, we were on Main Street again. Uh, I think I think we also went to Tomorrowland. Oh, do, yeah. Okay, we went over to Tomorrowland. Because Tomorrowland has some very um, interesting sounds that go on there. Yeah. They really do. So we talked about that over at Tomorrowland. And then we kind of headed over um, by the castle. And that was the end of our tour, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so that was the end of that. And then they loaded up. Do you remember what ride they put on our... A, a ride stand? Yeah, they gave us a ride, a fast pass for a ride. Was it Space Mountain or Indiana Jones? I would. I may be wrong, but I'm feeling like Indiana Jones. Yeah, I think they gave us Indiana Jones. No, we actually didn't use them because we were meeting you guys later and kind of, you know, we didn't want to go on the ride just the two of us so we kind of worked it out where we all would go on it but um and as luck would have it we didn't need them that day yeah oh my gosh yeah <laughs> it's with that day <laughs> it's yep. amazing and yeah and so i think that after that we joined you guys over by the um the mark twain area where you get the tickets for the phantasmic mm-hmm. yes that's yep that's where we Yep, we all made it over there. Yeah. So I A plus on both of these experiences. I think they were they're quite lovely for the girls. I'm I'm I mean I, I understand Adia, you know, I understand why she didn't want to do Sunday because you guys were there and the cousins were all there and she wanted to spend as much time with uh, you know, Lexi and Sage as she could. So that's why she And Mike and I. Oh oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked myself up. (laughs) And if we're being ultimately totally honest, where's Lexi? Yeah. (laughs) What's Lexi doing? That's true. (laughs) I love that girl. But uh, yeah, so. So, like, how many Mickey ears would you give this to her? Well, so this is interesting because what's really great about this is not only, um, you know, do we do these two experiences, we actually got a break. We didn't pay for them, and we got a break on the ticket pricing. So I would absolutely recommend this to anybody who is a Girl Scout in California and hits one of those weekends. Absolutely take two or three days out of your um, schedule to do this. Um, so, I mean, I would, give it, I would give it four Mickey ears. Yeah, me too. I mean, I... It's, it was really great. They even had a discount on a ho- Disney hotel pricing. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah, and we're talking in the middle of summer. So yeah. it, was, it still didn't make sense for us to take the deal because we got such a great right, uh, rate at the Hilton right across yeah. the street. But I believe it was um, like $3.25 a night. It's not awful. No, for summer. Mm-mm. Yeah, for summer. Yeah. Yeah. So they really 
they didn't have to do that. They don't have to do these programs for free. And they certainly don't have to give you a discount on a, a park hopper ticket. Absolutely. I'm glad they do that for the Girl Scouts. It is it's really it really is nice. And I'm really excited uh, that they're doing it in twenty nineteen. That it mm-hmm. did so well and they see and that it really is, is something that they want to continue. Don't bring out anyone any any character rare because when when they did say like like no no character me me I ended up spying a bit of Max Goof who is Goofy's son and and I'm just all like no why didn't he show up in front of me in the past where, where did you see him at character breakfast thing. oh really yeah gotcha oh that's funny oh we were in the park of the girl scout in the morning is that when you saw it yeah yeah because oh, we passed down main street i'm good I'm, I'm, I'm getting it now yay me yeah gotcha <laughs> and they also um you know what would girl scouts be without patches right <laughs> so you get a patch so they got it it was cute they're they don't really describe what you've done in the park but they had a cute little moana patch and they had a cute little tiana patch for the kids oh cute that's fun it's nice it's fun it doesn't have girl scouts on it but you don't get it unless you're in the girl scout program they just don't want to go through the legality of everyone signing off on it so yeah that's that was really nice Uh, and you know they don't have to do that either i mean people would go people would pay to, to do this it's nice that they do that and they did um extend because we did the five-day park hopper so they did extend a little discount for us on the five-day park hopper and if you are able i'm not able if you are able to get i believe it's 10 girls together for the event they will actually comp an adult ticket oh oh wow so which is really nice that is nice. That's that's a that's a big value there. It is, yeah. For every ten participants, yeah. So, it's great. The only problem we had with this, uh, with the tour that we went on, was they don't send out the tickets for the event until like a week or two in advance, and since we were already out of town, we had to have them delivered. We had to put in our tickets, like pay for the tickets like a week and a half before. And then we had to have a place where they could sign for them to be delivered to. Like most people aren't going to have this problem. But what was interesting is that um, they thought we weren't coming because we didn't pay for our tickets like mm-hmm. a month in advance. And we were only doing it two weeks, which was recommended to us by the Disney Yes program. So... Um, they, I was getting calls like, where are you? Why aren't you coming? Why haven't you paid? You know. And so I, yeah. and it was actually the same person sending me that phone call that I had discussed this whole project with. So there, there's a little bit, I don't know if they have the ability to write down the communications that you're having with them. And it is, it's not like you're calling Disneyland. You are calling the Disney Yes program. So it's a little still, I'm hoping that they get their communications a little bit better and they're able, you're able to get in contact with them a little better. So it goes a little smoother because they're. So one department doesn't talk with the other one necessarily as smoothly as they should. Right. I don't don't think they're making notes because there's some programs that they have or databases where they can make notes and that sort of thing. So I don't think they have that set up correctly. 
But other than that, it was our only problem and me frantically calling and leaving 10 messages. No, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming. <laughs> I promise. We're super excited. <laughs> so, but that's it. All right. You good? Sure. All right. Sure. I'm almost dying. You're almost dying. Uh, you're almost dying. <laughs> Um, as we're wrapping up our youth education series thing, what I wanted to tell people, because to drag it home to Walt Disney World also, is I was um, doing some research, because I'm always out there looking. We're a huge Girl Scout family first. That's what you need to know. And so I was doing some research on you know Walt Disney World, because I just, I want what they had at Disneyland so bad at um Walt Disney World. But what I did find, and what I think is interesting, is it looks like they produced this in 2012. And if you Google Walt Disney badges, uh, you will get a PDF that's on their website, the Walt Disney World website. And it goes um, grade by grade. So there's the daisies, which are kindergarten and first grade, the brownies, which are second and third, the juniors, which are fourth and fifth, cadets, six, seven, eight, eight. Uh, seniors are nine, ten. These are grade levels. And ambassadors, 11, 12. And each of them has some just really fun, cute, fast little things you could do with your kids to kind of fulfill some of the badge requirements. And they, you know, and it kind of touches on all the different um, parks, which I just thought was really, really cute and fun and a great way for your kids to meet some of the cast members in the parks and have conversations and learn about them, especially when you're in, in Epcot. Um, you know, there's a there's so much information there with all the kids that are working in um, the World Showcase from all over the world. It's a great time for your kids to just sit down, learn some words in a foreign language, and make some new friends. And this is a great, I mean, I love having goals and checklists. <laughs> and this is, <laughs> love it. And this is goals and checklists. So like one of them, um, let me see real quick. Like they have a junior, like there's a flower batch. And so they're talking about, so here's one of the things you can do. Uh, flowers are used to create excitement and add an element of design to the theme parks and resort hotels. From Mickey Mouse's head at the front of Magic Kingdom Park to the hanging orchids as you enter Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Flowers can be seen throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. Check out how Disney's horticulturists have used a variety of arrangements to create a rainbow of colors through all of the theme parks and resort hotels. And to me, that's just a great way to just start looking at the details of the parks. And really noticing um, what kind of flowers are they using? And can you grow these flowers where you live? And kind of taking a look at all the fun things that they do. I know you and I are always looking at the flowers. Because <laughs> 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 they're, they're quite lovely. And it's mm -hmm. fun. I mean, you could go one day and the next day it would be completely different flowers. Like if you hit it at the right time. But, yeah, yeah, that happened to us at the Matterhorn. Yes, that was amazing. We're like, wait a minute. Hold on there. <laughs> those are due. Those were, were, those were there yesterday. And you can see how they were just freshly planted. Yes, the night yes. 
But they're but the thing you know, unlike when we plant flowers at home, these are like beautifully ready to go flowers. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. They are. They're fun. So just you know, if you have a Girl Scout some in your house or is someone that you know, I think this is a great way for them to just look at the parks in a different way. So I just wanted to share that real quick. Yeah, awesome. I think it would be fun to do some of those programs. Yeah. Yeah, and and you don't have to be a Girl Scout either. I mean, you don't even have to be a girl. (laughs) (laughs) You know, these are, because I remember there's one, let me see if I can find it real fast. So, I mean, um, I grew up in California, so I knew about the Hollywood Brown Derby, and they have one at the Disney Studios. So this is a great way to find out how... Um, the Hollywood Brown Derby. Why is it at Hollywood Studios? And they're, at, you know, you can go up to a cast member and uh, ask about the significance of this restaurant and find out what signature menu items are offered and why. I, I think that's great. Just get a little history of Los Angeles, of Hollywood, of Walt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The more you know, the more things start to make sense. So, all right, go out and explore, girls and boys. So I want to thank you guys for joining us again for another episode of Dizpodopolis number 17 coming out somewhere sometime in November. So I want to say goodnight um, to my mom and Aunt Lynette. And I want to say I'm super awesome on 16 because I just repeated what you said, Brian, without even thinking about it and said, your mom and Aunt Dolores. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. I thought it was cute it all the time so you can get a hold of me uh tink scout on instagram and on twitter and fiona you want to say good night to everybody one one lack of education guys <laughs> what? one one lack of edu- education fellas Who, what's that about what we just said oh yeah so ryan and i just had a long conversation about shakespeare <laughs> No, about nope. in the episode. Oh, I'm sorry. In the episode. What were we talking about? Um, girls, um, Girl Scouts, me getting upset. Uh-huh. Uh, it's always, it's always, it's another. Epcot. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Another, another therapy with Fiona session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we love those. Because we love you, baby doll. All right. So you can catch Fiona, Fiona Toe Girl on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, hashtag Cousin Ryan, why don't you say goodnight to everybody? Well, you can catch me at RyanFlint underscore EDU. Or, of course, you can catch all of us over at Dispodopolis on Twitter. Um, and those are that's really the best places to get, catch me at. And I also just want to say goodnight to Aunt Dolores and Mom. And then all of our listeners, thank you for sticking with us. Woohoo! <laughs> In Fiona, our little Fiona ADD episodes at times. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I wasn't involved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, yes, you can catch us on at Dispodopolis on Twitter and on Instagram. If you want to uh, send us any information, you can uh, catch us at comments at Dispodopolis.com. We ready to go? Good night, speech teacher.
Are you are your speech teacher at Brandeis? Yeah. At your high school? And um, yes, good night to all our all our listeners. Now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss goodnight.
Podopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.